0: Welcome to Decaf Thursday, where I am not drinking anything with caffeine in it, because I'm trying to cut down to two cups of coffee a day, or two caffeines a day. So yesterday I had a cup of coffee and a Coke Zero. Today I've had a cup of coffee, and now I'm drinking Body Armor, because it's good for me, has electrolytes, and I will drink caffeine later. Mark, are are you cutting down, or are you ramping up?
1: No, I mean, I'm just wanting well, no, right now. I'm not, but here's the thing is that it's a, two caffeines is a terrible rule because you can have like two energy drinks and that's more than like 15 cups of coffee. So okay. I feel like you yeah. have a, a caffeine, like limit to cut down. Like, 300 mg's or whatever i feel like that's how you should do it
0: but i don't drink energy drinks and so really if i'm having caffeine it's either coffee iced tea or coke zero yeah
1: but you get some of those i mean you get some of the espresso. you get some of those really high content caffeine things lattes so i mean that's like triple what a normal cup of coffee is
0: i'll be like an oat milk latte with four shots of espresso. It's one caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: (laughs) but I only had two caffeines. I mean, it was nine different shots, but it's only two caffeine. So yeah, I I think you should maybe change that.
0: You always make me think about reevaluating my approach to like consuming beverages and food, dating, (laughs) just life in general. Like I always Call yeah, me well, that's
1: good. It's a, a, I mean, it might not be good advice, but at least thinking you think, but yes, I, I I try to do that too. And then I don't think I just realized that they actually have like an energy drinks and coffee and stuff. You can see exactly how much caffeine's in it. Yes, and it's like that really blew my mind. And so then I read like you're not supposed to have more than like I think 400 milligrams or something a day.
0: Okay. Well, I'm out here trying to live dangerously. So okay, well, yeah,
1: do whatever you want. You just are trying to cut down. So I'm just trying to help.
0: <laughs> I am. I am trying to cut down because I think it's making my anxiety worse. And also I stay up so late at night. Like I'll get into bed because I'm physically tired. And then I get in and my brain is like thinking about something embarrassing. I said in the sixth grade and like being like, Oh my gosh. And I know that's caffeine. I know that's caffeine's effect on my anxiety.
1: You don't to go back to sixth grade. Just go back to the day before. I'm sure said something
0: embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'd rather not, if we're being <laughs> honest. Um, you know what else we're cutting back on drinking? Well, maybe not you, but definitely me. Vodka. Okay, listen, Mark and I have differing opinions on this, but I, I went to New York last weekend, and all of the buildings were lit up blue and yellow, and I thought it was great that basically the whole world was sending a huge middle finger to Vladimir Putin. And I just think it's so funny now that people are pouring out vodka. I mean, people like vodka, I don't really like it. People no. people tend to like it, but uh, they're also pouring it out, pouring out bottles in the streets so they're solidarity with Ukraine, which I know doesn't do much because they've already bought the vodka and Russia's already gotten the money for it. But it's like a symbolic, like, screw you. And I love it.
1: I guess I just think it's stupid. I really think it's a dumb thing. I understand the sentiment, but like I saw that, you know, uh, Tom Wolf, is the girl of Pennsylvania. He said, oh, we're not selling more Russian Bach. It's like, yeah I mean I guess theoretically it's fine but like we're still buying so much oil from them how is the vodka like and the thing is when we're not buying vodka we're hurting you know granted I'm not saying that we should buy it but you're hurting individual Russian business owners not when you're when you're buying oil you're helping the government of Russia so yeah. it's like how are we gonna say yeah we're good helping the government of, of Russia but not the individuals who might be against Putin's war right <laughs>
0: Fox News actually posted a cartoon this morning I don't know if you saw it on Instagram but it was Joe Biden pumping gasoline into a van that had like I heart Ukraine bumper stickers on it and the the gas pump said Russian oil and then the one yes. next to it said American oil with a sticker on it said shut down due to Biden executive orders and then out the back of the Russian one it was money and Putin was just collecting money into a bag I mean it's just true
1: yeah and I think that's what, what's not talked about as much It's like again why do we shut down the Keystone pipeline why aren't we talking about American oil I mean we are a little bit but it's like it's great to say, oh man, look how cool I am pouring out Russian vodka, but it doesn't really do anything. If you want to do something, you can be energy independent from Russia by, I mean, we have more than enough oil here if we, you know, use all our resources, but we choose not to do that. So like, I hate the idea of government saying, I'm going to throw, stop selling Russian vodka, which is what happened in Pennsylvania. It's like, I don't want to hear from you. I want you to stop buying their oil. And the way to stop buying their oil is to be self-sufficient enough. We don't have to do that by allowing pipelines. Like that's about, I don't care about the vodka. It doesn't mean anything. I,
0: I agree with you on that. I think I'm more or less just like the the pouring out of the vodka from just individual people. Just like- you already paid for. I know, I know. It's But I think it's funny and I think it's cute. It's just a symbolic gesture of, of Russia can go down the drain or not the people, but the government. <laughs>
1: It's an interesting um, conundrum, though, when you look at, you know, we're, we're shutting off. I, I saw the ruble is now worth less than, like, Dogecoin right now. Uh-uh. Um, so, like, the money's worth nothing. We're, just, we're doing all these economic sanctions, which, you know, really hurts the, the Russian people and Putin, which, I mean, I, I agree with that. But how do we get past the fact, it's like, you know, 80% of Russia could be against this war, 90 maybe. Like, you see all the people in the street that are risking their lives. So, it's like, you have this kind of conundrum, like, well, who are you hurting with these? I know. I mean, you're hurting Putin's popularity. But it doesn't matter. He's a dictator. Their elections are like rigged, so it doesn't actually matter. So it's like, you, I, I just kind of have both sides. I'm like, well, what, are we actually doing anything by this? I mean, we're hurting the Russian people, and you know, but like, Putin's going to ha- be fine either way. Like, unless we're trying to say, oh, maybe this will be an uprising. I don't know.
0: I know. I, I part of me hopes it will be an uprising if people get to, you know, it's like this might not make a lot of sense, but you know, in during the summertime the murder statistics go up because people are hot and they're grumpy and they just don't want to be there and they get angry and they go out and start like committing violent crimes. I just think that when conditions are bad, people get pissed and they want to do something about it. And so maybe these economic sanctions, I don't want this for the Russian people, but also maybe people will start an uprising and and tell the government, like, we're sick of, we're sick of this. Yeah, it's,
1: pro- it's probably the right move to do that, but it's like, I wonder at what point, and I guess it's hard, but you just don't even deal with Putin as like the legitimate Russian leader. You just say, well, I mean, you know, we don't, like, we're not going to deal with you. We don't believe you're the Russian leader. I mean, we the same don't. thing that's happening with the Taliban right now, right, in Afghanistan. Um, people aren't dealing with, even though yeah. they're the head of the government, people are like, well, we don't consider you the, the legitimate leader, so we're not going to deal with you.
0: Hashtag not my president.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, I I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I'm just spitballing. But I do think the Russian vodka thing, I get it symbolically, but it doesn't actually do anything like let's stop buying oil for them and and be self-sufficient there. I
0: agree. I'm I'm on team both. I'm on team stop buying the Russian oil and keep posting photos of pouring out vodka because I think it's funny. I think it's funny. And I also think it's it shows, you know, and I don't know what's getting to Ukraine, but after Elon Musk hooked up the Starlink internet to Ukraine, I think it's really powerful to see images of solidarity from the entire world with ukraine because it's going to inspire them to fight more that's why i like it i like to see people doing whatever they can to show solidarity with ukraine i think it's sweet but i'm more of a softie than you are and i know that
1: no <laughs> yeah, but i mean I, I think that there is some value to it right it's like especially with like people who if, i mean y- they can see all the social media stuff i mean they have stats they're doing that so like when governments are saying like all our people are for this maybe that's going to make them be tougher on russia so i mean i get that there is some value i'm not saying there's no yeah. value i just think the actual especially the state government's not not selling Russian or not pouring out Russian liquor. I'm like, that's just it's useless. You're doing that because you want PR, not because of-, right.
0: because of it. Right. I'm doing it for the for the Ukrainian people to see us, to see us standing with them and, and get get on that internet and see the whole world standing with them. Let's talk about school choice for just a second. You know, people said that 2021 was the year of school choice. In 2020, so many schools were shut down, children had to learn virtually. Parents started saying, like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So you're telling me that when I get my pay stub back and I look at my taxes and I see my federal taxes, my state taxes, and my local taxes being taken out, what percentage of this is going to the school that my kid can't go to? People are really starting to compute all of these things in their head and saying, oh, I, you know, I didn't know that school choice meant this or I didn't know that we could have recourse in this way or in that way, um, and this is the the year of school choice. And and or last year was the year of school choice. I think that the tide continues to rise as far as favor goes. Mark, go back some polling numbers recently. What what did those what did those say?
1: Yeah, I mean, they said seventy two percent of Americans support school choice. I mean, that is a huge number, and it's <laughs> you know it's over sixty five percent with Democrats, with Republicans, with Independents. It, it just it's popular everywhere. Yet when we talk about you know. Republicans who, you know, maybe they're more free market, they're not on this. And there's a lot of issues where even though so many Republicans support it, the actual people in charge aren't doing it. You kind of see in Utah and Texas, two places where you you have a ton of support. I think it was 88% in Texas and they don't have a school choice program, right? Utah just voted down a school choice program. Um, uh, Georgia just voted down a school choice program, despite people of all parties, you know, and all affiliations liking these programs. So it's one of those issues that... They always say that, you know, politicians are a lagging indicator of the population. Mm-hmm. They are lagging way too much at this point. I mean, this has been popular for a while, and it's becoming more and more popular. And truthfully, I think politicians, uh, especially on the right, are probably going to have some issues and have to answer for that if they're against it when they come to their next primary.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, you know, what does that say to you, Mark? Because, because to me, that says that and this is a hot take and I might get in trouble for this but to me it says that the politicians care more about their chances of getting reelected than they do about the actual whims and desires of the people that they're representing and well, I don't
1: think that makes sense though because they care more about getting reelected they'd follow 88 percent of their electorate
0: that's that's true that's true so what so what do you think it says
1: in my opinion, I think there's two issues. One, there's the, you know, people are still scared of the teachers unions, um, not because they're not going to support them, but if they, you know, they have a lot of money, if they want to run somebody against you in a primary or in a general, especially in these swing districts, people are scared of that. They don't want a bunch of negative ads run against them. Yeah. I think the second part is you also had these people, maybe some more rural legislatures, and, and it's not because they're, you know, their heart might be in the right place, but they're wrong on this issue where they say, you know, we have really good public schools here and I don't want to do anything to mess it up. And I'm worried that, you know, all our kids can learn these things. And if we put this in, I just don't know how it's going to go. So you had those people and then you kind of have some people on the left who just, they believe it's like, oh, we're giving, you know, money to private companies. Like, well, it's, it's not, they act like it's money that belongs to the public schools. It's money that belongs to the child. And that's the difference. But I think there's a lot of reasons for it. But I think this is now coming to the time where some of these people are going to pay for their lack of support of school choice in, in some of these states. I mean, yes. I think that when we you see what happens in Utah and Georgia I mean, we'll keep an eye on it, but uh, it's very, very popular, especially with the pandemic. So it seems like a bad time to oppose school choice.
0: It, it definitely does. We can We can kind of leave it on that mic drop it's a bad time to post school choice we should like post that on facebook or something like we should like make (laughs) make some ads off of that because that was that was probably one of your best quotes mark i really i really like that
1: good but good good. i like it
0: it's catchy um before we sign off it is oscar season it is okay it is award season it's movie award season music award season and uh i try to do every year i try to i never have accomplished it but i try to watch all of the movies that are nominated for academy awards like the big ones like Best film, best lead supporting actor and actress, whatever, all those top five categories. Let me tell you, this year I'm having trouble getting through it because
1: what, what are some of the nominees? Do you know any offhand?
0: Um, okay. So the one movie that I wanted to see until everyone told me not to was Power of the Dog. I heard that was <laughs> absolutely just like not good, like pure trash. Um, I've seen I've seen a few of them though. I saw um licorice pizza i've seen that twice i actually don't know if that's nominated for much the worst person in the world is nominated for um best international movie um i'm trying to think i've seen so many they're all oh spencer i never saw that the one about princess diana that looked a little bit boring
1: let me ask you a question you're just naming a bunch of movies i have literally never heard of don't you feel like that's what the awards have become though it's like they they don't want to do movies that were commercially popular
0: I mean, I've seen these movies and I'm having trouble remembering them. Okay, so Belfast, I saw that and it looked like a student art project, but it was beautiful. It was really good. Don't Look Up, shouldn't have been nominated, but it was funny. Dune, actually loved that. Licorice Pizza, loved it. Nightmare Alley, loved it. West Side Story, loved it. But then the rest of these, like- drive my car i have trouble with subtitled movies and i'm gonna try to watch it but i have trouble with movies
1: but, but let me ask you why like what do these people like th- these aren't experts i mean the idea of movies it's completely subjective what's good and bad so this whole idea that like and, and you know they like movies oh it's so beautiful art wise. like yeah i got a 4.5 out of 10 who so other people didn't like it like i don't understand why they're the experts in movies. i mean yeah fine but like there's a reason nobody watches these it's true the bunch of movies they have like what they should do is they i mean they can do whatever they want they show like different categories and not just the way they have it now like oh movies that actually people like and then pick the best one of that and you can have some weird category for like movies that grossed under five hundred thousand dollars but the problem is they do all these movies that nobody cares about and you have great movies i I, and i know like you have these funny like you have these great movies that are you know so successful in the box office but they're never up for anything
0: i know listen spider-man was like wasn't like the highest grossing something crazy like that it was like so huge and it's not of course not No, no, because
1: they don't care like they don't care what people think and they want to seem smarter and they want to seem i mean if you want to talk about you know better than everyone else they were like oh look at this great movie it's so beautiful and powerful it's like it's probably not you may have liked it and that's fine but this is not what other people want but that's why nobody watches these shows because they're out of touch with normal people
0: for actress in a leading role, there are top there are five movies that are nominated. I didn't see a single one of them, and yeah. I have Regal Movie Pass, and I go to the movies at least once a week, like usually multiple times a week. I go at least once a week, and I haven't seen any of these, and I'm pretty sure not a single one of the uh, Spencer did play at the Green Hills Movie Theater, but I'm pretty sure none of the other ones did. I even go to the Bell Court to see things, and. I don't know these things. That's okay.
1: even more insane. Twenty percent of the movies nominated played at the movie theater. Like, who are you appealing to? Are you appealing to the fifteen people who watch this movie that might agree with you, or at least want to seem they just want to seem smarter? I'm done with all awards show. Same thing with the Grammys too. It's like every once in a while you get some categories that are good, but then you'll be like, oh yeah, Song of the Year. I remember this. There was like all these popular songs, and then Bruce Springsteen won Song of the Year for this song called "Girls in Their Summer Clothes." This was a long time ago. It's like it wasn't even on the radio. And they just like oh Bruce Springsteen, we want to be cool and like it's just it's all garbage. These people Politics. are garbage. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to watch it, that's fine. But I feel like the people who watch it and want to talk about it are people who just want to seem like they're more mature or more hoity-toity or smarter. It's like this, these are not the movies that people watch or like. Fine. I get in, I
0: get intrigued by the hype around movies and I do watch them, which is why I have Regal Movie Pass, because I like to go, but it is frustrating when a lot of these movies that are nominated for things like Cyrano and um, what else? there were so many others, Lost Daughter, all these different things. You just,
1: you just keep naming words I've never heard of. Like, I know, that, that's not
0: helpful. <laughs> I, no, I know, all these movies aren't at the Regal movie theaters. And so I have to like go to the bell court and pay extra to go see these movies, even though I'm paying $20 a month to go to the movie theater and see all these unlimited movies. And it's so frustrating because all the movies that are on this list I don't get to see them, even though I'm intrigued by them. I get so frustrated. I get.
1: Well, you should just stop because most of the movies I bet are not that good that you see that you've never heard of. You're like, oh, this is a nominee. I'm sure every once in a while you get a good one, but like most of them, you probably don't like that much anyway.
0: (laughs) I I have seen, well, that's what's so wild is my favorite movies that I've seen this year. Dune was one of them and it is nominated, but like French Dispatch, Wes Anderson, love Wes Anderson, not on the list. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Saw that twice, loved it, not on the list. Like all these different things that I have enjoyed that are not nominated for anything. So I'm just gonna start seeing things that I wanna see and write off the Oscar list. I try to do this every year. I've done this every year for like seven years where I try to get through the list of movies that are nominated for the Oscars. I can never do it because they're so bad.
1: Why don't you stop then? Yeah, why don't we just stop doing it? <laughs> and maybe, you know, you could even read and say, because I mean, there is, I'm sure some great movies that the Oscars nominate that yes. you wouldn't have seen otherwise, but read the description. And if it doesn't look good, don't watch it, which is most of those movies.
0: <laughs> yes, I heard that CODA, to, to kind of round this out on a happy note, CODA, which stands for um, Child of Death Adults or Children of Death Adults, one or the other. I heard that it was incredible and very moving and it's nominated. That's the one that I heard is worth all the hype.
1: I've actually seen a commercial for that. I hope My my mom, I think I told you my grandparents are both deaf. Um, That's right. I hope hope my mom sees that. She probably likes it. I mean, that's literally about her.
0: Yes, it's on Apple Plus TV right now. And I have heard that it is actually so worth the hype. I'm actually watching it with my friend Saturday afternoon. I know I'm going to cry. I cry all the time anyways. What else is new? I'm going to (laughs) cry during this. It's going to be a beautiful thing. But I actually heard of all the movies, I will say of all the movies that are on the list, The ones that I would recommend seeing are Dune, Licorice Pizza, and West Side Story. And the one that I'm most excited to see is Coda. So those are my recommendations. I I, I
1: thought West Side Story got like, nobody liked it.
0: So I think that I liked it because, and they made it, it was very different from, Kind of the original, but I grew up dancing, and so I can appreciate really great. Okay, so, so you like,
1: yeah, and th- I mean that's the thing too. There's these things like from nostalgia stake you like but it doesn't actually make it a good movie.
0: Sure, but I but it was it it made me happy. I really enjoyed the dancing, the colors, the singing. I, I did like it, and I, I understand why people didn't, but I did.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, but like that's a. I mean, I, I'll respect them more because it's actually a movie that was in the theater. So fine. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> I actually saw that in the movie theater. Go figure. Um, anything else to add on movies, Mark? I know that you have a you have very specific taste in movies, and if it doesn't have like Rob Schneider in it, you're not interested.
1: Well, yeah, I, lo- I love <laughs> but... the animal is obviously one of the great movies of all time. No, I mean the movies. The movies I like would never be nominated for that. <laughs> I feel like every once in a while, although the one that I was really mad that wasn't was. Um, uh, the one with Adam Sandler, the, the Gems, Uncut Gems. I was oh. really upset at that because that was actually a great movie and everyone talked about how it might be and it was pretty much not nominated for anything.
0: I didn't see that because everyone said that I wouldn't like it because it was apparently very anxiety-inducing.
1: Oh, big time. Yeah, you would not like it. But it's but I mean, it was so good that that's why, like it it was anxiety-inducing even for me, but it's like that's what made it good. But if, if you're not into that, then
0: maybe. Yeah, better, so. I, I like, I love the happy ending. I love I love not sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for something terrible to happen the entire movie and and that just makes me nervous so yeah you know what I'm good I'm good on that um, well we will uh, we'll do ai will take one for the team and watch the award shows and and say how much I hated all of the speeches yeah we don't need to do a recap of my least favorite quotes of the night for all these awards um everybody have a great week and uh, we will see you next time on decaf.